Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Football today. The Big 12 Championship is underway. Welcome to College Football Today, brought to you by Bet DSI, Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, Gabe Morenci, and Hall of Famer Marshall Falk breaking down all today's action. We talked about Ohio State and Northwestern. We're going to give our picks. I mean, when you look at this matchup, Clayton Thorson and the crew are going to need to step up. Clayton Thorson's completed 60% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, Rich. They're going to need to run the football a little bit in this matchup. Bowser has come on in recent weeks, but this is still an offense averaging 114 per game. I think they could do it enough and keep it within the number. In the end, I think the Buckeyes win a very close ball game. And the, the, I said it earlier. The issue for me is, uh, you know, which Ohio State yeah. shows up. I honestly don't know. I mean, we know the capability is there. We saw it last week against Michigan. To tattoo them for 62 points is just unheard of. Now, we also talked that Fitz is going to have a very different defense. Not going to be man-to-man the way Don Brown did last week. It's going to be a zone defense. So can Dwayne Haskins pick apart that that defense in a zone type situation? I'm going to take Ohio State. I think we we they finally turned the corner last week. Northwestern will hold tough for a while. I, I could see Ohio State pulling away in the yeah, second half. Yeah, wouldn't shock me. I mean, I'm going. It's it's. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I just I I feel like Northwestern they make you play a certain kind of game. Love it. They they make you put the gloves on. <laughs> they make you get in there, and you got to work the body, work the body, work the body, and see if you can knock them out later. Um, and 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 I I just there's going to be a little bit of letdown. Like that that Michigan win was so huge, so big for them to not just beat but dominate a Michigan team that was that was favored heavily. And uh, I I just think the young quarterback struggles against throwing the ball in windows with the anticipatory throws that you got to make against zone. He's going to struggle. This is going to be a close game. I I like Northwestern, and I I think under as well. Yeah, well, Gabe, I want to ask you this. Ohio State in this matchup the last couple of years, they dominated Wisconsin 59 to nothing. They dominated last year as a a six-and-a-half-point underdog against Wisconsin. And when I say dominated, I mean they stepped up and won that matchup 27-21. As an underdog. The underdogs have barked and bitten in rough, Big Ten. Rough, rough. Big Ten now title games. Favorite, though. Six and one against the spread. Six and one against the spread. Uh, the, the underdogs. You know, it's very reminiscent of the Cowboy and the Saint game. And I think Marshall brought that up uh, the other day in the sense of what Northwestern wants to accomplish. I'm, you know, and I'm a Michigan fan, so it pains me to say this, but I think that the team speed of Ohio State is just going to be too much. I think that we overanalyze these things. And, yes, Ohio State, they lost by 29 to Purdue. There's still an Ohio State team that's 11-1 and on the season. Still an Ohio State team that scores 43.3 points per football game. Yeah, they give up 25 points per game, but is Northwestern really going to be able to exploit Ohio State's defense? I'm not so sure. I mean, Northwestern scored 23 points a game, guys. That's not a lot in today's college. You know, real college teams score 23 points in a freaking half. You know, so... Yes, if everything goes according to plan and oh, Northwestern plays great and this Clayton Thorson stuff to the NFL needs to settle down a little bit. I mean, really, Marsh, is this kid being playing in the NFL? No. No. I mean, let's be real, right? Mm. Clayton Thorson this, Clayton Thorson that. All right, come on, Simeon guys. played. Let's, let's I be. think he's a little no, I well. I think Thorson is marginal. I think he's marginal. He's immobile. Yeah. That's and Trevor Simeon could throw the ball better. Trevor that, Simeon sort of could throw the ball better. You almost can't be immobile coming into the NFL anymore. That's like that's like unheard of. It's a non-starter. Yeah. Look yeah. at Eli Manning now. And these yeah, guys. it's just like... I just think the team speeds too much here, and I think the demise of Ohio State is a little a little bit over and exaggerated. 
because really nothing else matters right now. They, you know, they're playing for a, a either a trip to the playoffs or Rose a trip Bowl. to the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl against Washington, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, one thing for betting purposes, guys, this is sort of like, um, like you know, in soccer in the World Cup, you know, Group A, they need to know if this team draws, we need this, we need to score more goals. Uh, long story short here, I think it's my bookie. Uh, long story <laughs> short here, <laughs> where I'm going uh, with this is, they're going to know a lot more after the Oklahoma and Georgia games. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I wonder if the Oklahoma-Texas game really matters as much as people are saying. Because, you know, if if Texas pulls the upset, well, Ohio State still has to win. So there's ample motivation to get to the playoffs. Yeah. But if Oklahoma wins and it's a relatively close game, they don't know what the committee's going to do. No, so but I, if, if Oklahoma wins a relatively close game, that opens up the door for Ohio State to say, you know what? We go out here, we win 51 nothing. But We're even, in. Even if Oklahoma rolls over Texas, I think Ohio State's going into tonight's game thinking, you know, if we take care of business, we think our resume stacks up against well, Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't think they're making any well, assumptions. What, what happens, though, and I brought this up. No, no assumptions can be made either. <laughs> right. right. But what happens right. if, here's an assumption, though. Georgia? No. If Texas knocks off Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. boy, here we okay. go. Alabama beats Georgia. Yeah, okay. I'm this UCF down. loses and Ohio State loses. Who's right. Oh, now you're getting. I, I, I don't. You're Michigan. Let's, I mean, let's, Michigan. Let's say it is. You can't say you can't. I mean, we're talking about Alabama's a 13 point favorite. That's some real chaos, Joe. I like your style, though, the, the scenario. North, yeah. Northwestern, we believe, will be in the game to a degree. UCF's playing. Well, the I'm, I'm not starting. Joe, I'm not even kidding. Does you know it, who next man up is? It is Michigan. It ranked number seven. But, but uh, I, I totally understand. But I, as that's Armageddon, guys. I mean, you're you're talking about a Michigan team that gave up 62 points to Ohio State. But Georgia, I just can't see Georgia. If Georgia, if George, if Georgia, I don't know what I'm saying. If Georgia loses. Does the loss to Alabama knock you out of the playoffs? Is the question. Uh, they also have I don't think so. LSU yeah. though. I, I hear you. I know. I, I I got you. But a lot. If, if you if because I I would I thought the law I thought LSU's loss to Alabama would knock them further right. down, and, and it they, didn't. It, it did not. They kept them at seven. I, right. I was like, wow. That, wow. Seven. Yeah. Seven. A loss. Georgia's loss. If they lose to Alabama, I don't think it'll knock them out of the playoffs. Mm. I mean. But it's going to be an intriguing argument because now you open up a can of worms with a couple of two lost teams where depending upon how much, if it happens, I mean, it's a doomsday it's a lot scenario. Of but it, it's something to think about. It can't be, I mean, we're talking about Texas knocked off Oklahoma. It's happened. You know, it Georgia's happened. not beating Alabama today. It could happen. I mean, you can't say it can't. I could meet Shakira and hook up with her on no, the street you can't. when I leave no, here. No, that's after. definitely, uh, can I bet on that? I'll that's what I'm that saying. Guys, does 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 Pat Fitzgerald can he get these guys? Can, and and I, I, I just can. I keep I keep thinking about that. Can can he sell his team on the fact that Ohio State is overlooking them? Like they're they're riding high after they big oh, win yeah. versus Michigan. I think he could sell that. We're not fast enough. <laughs> we don't. We don't have. We don't have five star athletes. Like I don't know if they have two star athletes. Can, can we yeah. go? Can we go out here and compete with this juggernaut? You know, this is yeah. this is Urban maybe riding off. You know, and into the sunset. Like we'll, we'll, we're not even 30, supposed to be here. Thirty of their last thirty one meetings. Yeah, with and, Ohio and, State. And, and here's lost. the thing: I go back to that game a couple of years ago where they weren't as good as they were. This year or last year in terms of the front seven. I mean, they rolled off eight straight games last year. That front seven was a dominant front seven in terms of holding opposing offenses against the run. They held Ohio State to 24 points in their house with an with a team that was less Man, talented than this they game scares me. I, it just it, it it just bothers me because of Ohio State and and it's not no, normally I roll I, I roll with Ohio State because of what they do on defense Lineage. offensively offensively it's always been been kind of skittish hit or miss the passing yeah. game but they're going to run the football and Urban's going to come up with some plays that that's going to put the ball in in in, in their fast guys hands to to maybe outflank the defense and take advantage of some plays similar to what he did to Michigan but their defense. You just can't hang your hat on, no. you on, don't on Ohio know, State's right. but defense. But they do have the five stars, as you're talking about, right? So the talent's there. 
can they reach them? You're talking about can Northwestern. What are the what are, what's Ohio State staff? I mean, obviously they're not getting the and most it's, it's, out it's of the Greg talent Schiano, on the right? Isn't it Shiano? Yes, Isn't it he is the, Greg Shiano? Like this this is. I mean, he he has to really be on point in this game because the Michigan game, the first half of that game before it got away from Michigan, it was a competitive game. Yeah, people forget Michigan put 39 points up on the board in this game. Oh, I don't think anybody's arguing whether Northwestern could, you know, put up points. I think they can move the football. I don't think the they can, is. Joe, enough. I just don't think they enough. have the speed That's to gonna keep be up. Enough. I just think the speed is going to be the you difference. Don't have but weapons. you mitigate yeah. offensive speed when you play zone. Yeah, when you when, when you when you watch the quarterback and make you, him think as you stated, make Haskins think. Right. You 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 show him this, you show him one thing and you play something else. And and if they can stop the run right. with their front seven and they don't have to compromise and bring a guy in the box, this this, this game I think is special going to get teams, sorry Joe, I was going to say isn't this one of these games though? Northwestern's battling, they're in the trenches. Boom, punt return Ohio State. Right. I just think there's going to be a kid here, a kid there that's going to make more plays and it'll add up. Point spread's getting out of control. It has to. I mean, you know, when, when it was 13 and a half, 14, it's one thing. We're talking about 16s now. It might get to 17 here. It could. And, and if you watch the Ohio State, I'll just say this about what, to Marshall's point about playing zone. Ohio State hit a number of big plays on small, short crossing patterns in man-to-man coverage, and that's where Paris Campbell broke out. He had two touchdowns in that game because he was running free across the middle of the field. I was just disappointed. I was so disappointed in Michigan's inability to to, They didn't adjust, though, Marshall. They they, They didn't adjust either. Not not only did they not adjust, they refused to adjust. Yeah. Like, you... Okay, this is what we do. We we play man. They They have their man beaters up. And, Marsha, I always talk about coaches need to put the players in a position to succeed, right? Talent, you look at the NFL, talent's the same everywhere. Bad teams argue we have more talent. The kids of Michigan, they weren't overwhelmed by the moment. Remember, like, there was the fumble late in the first half? I saw Patterson on the sideline. He wasn't nervous. He was talking to the kids. Everyone was calm. It's almost like the coaching staff put the players in a bad position and did them a disservice last week. Guys, the track meet has started. Texas scored already. Oh, hook him, track hook him, baby. Track me. I, like, I think it was like a four or five play okay, drive. Hang on, four Touch seconds. Now as for Zach Smith. Four seconds. In four seconds, we'll have another update. Tyler Murray goes over betters. Over betters hope so. Oh, oh, and it was and it was and it was Ellinger running it in. He ran over two guys. I know it's crazy on the play before the kiss. Like you talked about, he runs like a fullback. He does. He he will be if if they don't like if he's okay with being the third quarterback. Somebody is going to use him the same way you see uh, Taysom Hill being used. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's, it's a Joel wrinkle. Lanning was a was a was a quarterback. In Iowa State, sure. You know, yeah. and, and wound up being a very good uh, linebacker uh, for the Cyclones and an emotional leader. If you could play special teams, and Ellinger seems to fit that type of mentality because he plays at a quarterback, he'll he'll make an NFL roster. So. Can he will them, will them to the victory? Still has two more years also. Yeah, so in we'll, see. we'll see. And Bouchelle's gone after this year. So. I would think so. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how that game plays out. Two other games we're going to get to. Mountain West Championship, Boise State. Mountain West. Fresno State. Two good quarterbacks in Brett Rippon and Marcus McMarion. Yeah. Do Boise yeah. and Fresno play every two weeks? Is this yeah, yeah, the deal? They they history. But they have history. Yeah. Fresno blew that game a couple of weeks ago. They had a 17-3 to lead on Boise on the road. I was on Boise in that game. That lucky to get the win. I was oh. lucky to win that bet. He's a winner, Marshall. He's talking about a winner right now. So <laughs> I don't like to brag, Joe. I'm not like you. Hey, he's you downplaying know. it. I, I, I brag like me. Here we go. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. Patting myself game, on the back. That, that, that'll but, be a good game. Uh, <laughs> I like Fresno here. I think they have the better front seven. They're yeah. giving up around 121 rushing yards per game. No I like pressure, the, though, Joe. Yeah, no, but I like big, the, big Jeffrey Allison fan. And, and listen, Jeff Tedford's done a remarkable job. Defensive staff. Great job, McMarion. Terrific yes. pickup from uh, Oregon from Oregon State. State. Um, Allison will be all over the field. Allison versus Alexander Madison, the Boise State running back. Great matchup. But they just don't get to the quarterback. What I like about Boise is despite the fact that they've lost players to injury at every level right. this year, a top 10 nationally in sacks. Fresno doesn't have that. And at home, Rippon's final game, Madison running well. 
kind of got to go Boise State yeah, in this one. I think the one thing when you look at the sack matchup, this is last year they struggled to get, generate sacks as well, but the offensive line for Fresno doesn't give up a whole lot yeah. of the sacks, and that's where I think it could Same situation it. last year. Did a great job in pass pro in 2017. Short to intermediate passing game, Marshall, you know this especially, to neutralize a pass rush could be big, especially in terms of the screen game. I look for Rivers to be a factor in this matchup. I just like Tedford in the spot. Again, underdogs, he's been here. They didn't get it done in three straight matchups. I think they get it done here in this ballgame. I, I, I like Boise in this position. Um, Ripping, the kid, is uh, he, he'll play next level. Um, need, to, need to be coached up on some things. But for whatever reason, when you put Boise in these games, they, they produce. They produce. In order to beat Boise, and, and San Diego State has done it, you have to control the clock. You have to run the football, and you have to make sure that when they get the ball, they need to score. You, you, you can't let them just run plays and have fun and do all of those stuff that they like to do. They have to feel the pressure of, oh, they score, we got to score. If, 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 and, I, and I don't know if Fresno I don't know if Fresno State can do that. I, I like Boise here in this area. Tough place to play in the environment and the weather tonight, too, for Breaking Fresno. Breaking news. Yep. Breaking news. 7-7. Seven, seven. Drake up 7 nothing oh, on geez. Iowa State. Hey, before Game we go. Uh, plus 41. Before we get off Mountain West, uh, Fresno State's last 10 trips to Boise, 0-10. Yeah, heartbreak City, too. <laughs> So, I mean, that history has to weigh on the minds of the Bulldogs. You you have to run the ball against Boise State. You you have to. You you got to possess the ball. I'm rolling the dice, Rivers and the Crow. We'll see how that game plays out. It is a 7 o'clock kick. 7.45. kick. When When we come back, we'll be talking about the huge AAC matchup between UCF. UCF and Memphis. Keep it where it is. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. St. Elmo's Fire? Is that what that is? Oh, God. I can't tell you who sang it. St. Elmo's Fire, Gabe? Anything? You know, what's the deal with all the 80s music? Who's up there? Is it Engel? Uh, um, because uh, yeah, I think... some 80s metal or something. I think Marshall is Hard the rock. baby of the bunch here at 45. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just make... told my age. Everybody thought I was 35. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't that make you feel a little younger? You're the youngest of all the four of us? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's yeah. it's fine. I think Joe, uh, I don't know. I don't... I'm going to be 47. Well, we're getting up there. Huh? Yeah, I'm by far sure. the oldest man. I'm 48, unfortunately. You don't look a day over 46. Appreciate that. What are you going to say? You're looking at my gray hair? No. I'm you not always looking. make fun of my gray hair. You say I use Grecian form. If I had hair, I it would be. I'd look like Anderson Cooper, I think, if, if I Anderson did. Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> quick update. Quick update. Texas, uh, Oklahoma. Texas up 7 nothing. Oklahoma on the Texas 22-yard line, Kyler Murray leading on a drive, and Iowa State has just scored to tie that ball game up. Oh, thank goodness. David Montgomery with a touchdown run. Early scoring. Seven apiece. Early scoring as well. App State up 7-3 midway through the uh, the first quarter of play. That could be a track. Yeah, you never know. We'll see how that game plays Actually, out. Actually, got the ball and at trans- midfielder driving. And transpires. I mean, when you look at this matchup in Orlando, AAC Championship, both of these teams played when Mackenzie Milton... This is a cool game. I mean, 31-30 in the pouring rain, and they still, you know, Henderson rushed for 199 yards and two touchdowns in that ballgame. 
I got to think that if you're Brady White and the crew, you have to feel very confident heading into this ballgame. Even though UCF got the victory last week against Charlie Strong in South Florida, I mean, you lost by one point when Milton was in the lineup. You have to think uh, you can have a chance to win this ballgame later today. Yeah, I mean, you have a better chance than you did this time last week pre, you know, Mackenzie Milton. I'm going to be fascinated to see what do we get, not just from Daryl Mack, but from Josh Heupel, because this is new territory. First-year coach, but now he's got a first-time starting quarterback. Young kid from Norfolk, Virginia, has a lot of physical talent, but no experience. Uh, I'm all over UCF. I mean, I, I think this is going to be... A win one for McKenzie, very emotional week. This was a kid that that was just not an injury. Yeah. That was an injury that could potentially affect his career, whether he plays again. Very emotional for UCF. I, I could see this defense pulling together <laughs> and those running backs, Adrian Killens, Greg McCray. McCray's been playing very well, big play, speedy running back. I have a, the utmost respect for Mike Norvell and that Memphis offense. So both teams will score. But at the end of the day, you know, we talk a lot about. Fresno can't beat Boise and Boise. Memphis can't beat UCF and UCF. Yeah, I mean, they, the last six times they were in Orlando, Joe, 0-6 straight up, 0-6 against the spread. Love Daryl Henderson. I don't think I don't think the, the uh, winning streak ends today for yeah, UCF. The front seven impressed me last week against Houston, especially in the second half. Now, I know that they were going against a third-string quarterback, but the way they shut down the run in the second half of that matchup leads me to believe they can make UCF sort of one-dimensional and force Mac into long third-down situations. I mean, this is a quarterback that's still completing around 50% of his passes. You have a chance, especially if you're Brady White, to jump up early. Mac finally has a chance to, to prepare. I mean, I, I really can't put too much stock in his stats up to this point. Yeah, you drop a kid in mid-game. Something we're not talking about, too, is Mac's ability to run. We're talking about a big kid. He's big. He's 6'3", six, six, yeah, six, six, three, three, 230, 230, 240 type like kid. Culpepper a little yeah, bit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He averages seven yards a carry. He's rushed for like 280 yards uh, in his limited appearances. Hey, I think they're going to will themselves to victory. I know you don't say you hang your hat on UCF's defense, but I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I think they'll let Mac run when when stuff breaks down. I think he'll be able to extend it in his sticks. And they got some decent running backs, actually, UCF here. They got a 24-game win streak. It's not just about Milton. I think they win this game, and then the Cinderella, the clock strikes midnight in their big-time bowl game when they lose the bowl. How important is it when you never beat a team in like 10 tries to, oh. to break through finally? I mean, what do you have to do from a mindset perspective? Actually, you have to go out and play your game. Like not, not play against them, but play your game because you can get caught up in the playing against them and, and, and ride the emotional roller coaster. Um, but I look at this game and I just, I just feel like for, for, for a young head coach in Josh Heupel, um, a guy that understands what managing the football game is all about. And I was, I was reading like his comments when he talked about, when he talked about Mac, he said, the kid really handled every situation. He managed the clock. He managed the plays. He made the plays that we expected him to make. And, and, and when a, when, a, when, a, when a coach talks about a quarterback like that, that means more is about to be put on his plate. Yeah, He's going to have more of the offense. I would not be surprised if Mac has a game that just blows you away. And how much does it help Marshall that Heupel is a quarterback? That it, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying yeah. is. A lot that's of times, I'm okay, is. you got a new quarterback. You got a defensive guy. Like, all right, kid, do your best out there. Heupel knows what Mac is going exactly. through. Exactly. He can walk him through. Son, just uh, take it easy here. I just need you to do this. Being a quarterback, doesn't that help, Marshall? It, it helps, and that's why I'm saying this. Heupel will walk him through. These are going to be your emotions. This is how you're going to feel. If the ball starts sailing high, I need. if you're throwing the ball high, this is the problem. You're throwing the ball low, this is the problem. He's going to watch him in warm-ups. They're going to have – he's going to be ready to play. And, 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 and let's just say, if Memphis comes out and says, we're stopping the run, Mac, you have to beat us, <laughs> I, I think – You think he can? I, 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 think, I think – not only do I think he can, I believe he's going to have a huge game to where, to where Hypo is mm. like – Quarterback of the future. Yes. Here, here in Orlando. Let's yes. not underestimate. That's why I like the over. Let's not underestimate, guys, how difficult it is to play in this stadium as well. 
I watch I watch college football every week. I'm watching a million games, you know, on Saturdays. It's loud. That stadium, they're insane. First off, the state of Florida is like for crazy people, right? <laughs> Secondly, people don't realize statement. Well, people well, you, don't you, realize you do like, know most of the people in Florida are from New York. That's I can yeah. live with that. Yeah, I can that. Well, people in New York are crazy as well. Okay, okay, okay. I can take you out to the FanDuel Sportsbook sometime, Marsha. Yeah. You want to see crazy. It's, it's like central booking over there, bro. It's like central booking. You don't think a UCF is like a traditional football power? Their, their school is huge, Rich. You would know. Well, like, they're, 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 they're alumni. 60,000 yeah, the most alumni out of anyone, right? Yeah. So their school's massive. They love football. In Florida, they're crazy. You get that real party. Like, people talk about Arizona State partying and stuff. It's a mix between hot chicks drinking and hot chicks and, like, Raider fan nut jobs, and they're black. And I'm telling you, that is a vapid building to go into and try to play in. It's a it's a freaking madhouse zoo. Um, it's a tough place to play. Well, I think, think about it's going to be tough, too. tough I mean, for Memphis. Think about the emotional roller coaster that that program went through. Losing Milton last yes. week, now preparing for, you know, another AAC title potentially, protecting that winning streak, protecting that perfect season, maybe be a borderline playoff team, even though none of us think it's going to happen. I, I think the emotion in that stadium is going to be uh, just off the charts. And, and, and I, well, I for their 25th and, 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 and Gabe, Gabe, you said it well, willing this team to victory. Now, they have talent. But I think that ability to will them to one more victory, I, I think they get out of there with a win. I would be surprised if Memphis pulls the uh, and, and, and I like the over, though, too. And watch, when you lose a player like Milton and you got a quarterback step in, everybody elevates. Everybody else elevates. Defense going to play better. Yep. Offensive line, they understand we got to run the ball. We got to make sure we keep him in manageable down and distance on third. These down. guys don't want it. They just, don't want just, their boys saying you guys couldn't win without Milton. Yeah. They want to do it on their yes, own. Yes, they're, they're not Excellent going point. to allow. They're, they're, they want to show you what kind of team they are. Okay, Milton's our quarterback. Let me show you what kind of team yeah. we are. We lose our quarterback. We get our backup in, and we can still beat you. Yep. Yep. So I just want to get this straight. You're on UCF. I do. Hall I like, I like UCF. On UCF. I'm going UCF. You're UCF. On. UCF. What colors? What color jacket? Memphis blue. Memphis I'm going to call that. Memphis blue. I'm yeah. going with Daryl Henderson. Settle down, Elvis. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, going, I no, I'm wearing blue suede. I just, I think that when you look at that matchup, I think that game was very telling for me in terms of the physicality that they played with last week, not just UCF, because they did. They played Charlie Strong, outcoached himself right in that second half of that matchup when they were down 24-10, to 10, had an opportunity to go for it at midfield. He punts, turned the whole game around. That being said, I watched this team in terms of wear down Ed Oliver in that front seven. They showed me something. I'll tell you something. This is one of the overlooked aspects of small college football. Look historically over the past decade. Memphis does offensive line play about as well as anyone amongst the group of five. Did you see that? Year after year after year, coaching staff after coaching staff, they always block well, particularly in run blocking, and they're doing it for Daryl Henderson this year. They're averaging 279 rushing yards per game against the defensive front seven in UCF that's given up 205. Yeah. So they have this significant advantage. And then I look at that front seven and I say, okay, they're only giving up 150 per game there, they, but they have some defensive ends that can crash down, yeah. especially in the read option. So, again, I, I will see. It's a fun game. It, it is. It's, it's a, a it's fun game. Whoever can dictate the tempo early, I, I'm yeah. curious to see. A lot see. of good storylines. I, I think it'll Oklahoma, be nice Oklahoma blinked. They kicked the field goal. Wow. That's a win but for yeah, the Texas defense. But you do defense. that if you're Oklahoma, I think, because of the better offense, a better quarterback play. They, they have they have first and goal at, like, the three. Credit that Texas defense. They've been coming and on. Listen, they, Texas also has a really good secondary. Chris Boyd, they just make more plays. They make more plays than, yeah. than the Oklahoma they defense They force does. you they, to beat them. They, they're, they're, they're a defense that maybe they statistically they give up for. And who picked Texas but, to win the Big 12 in the uh, preseason? I think that was Joe Lee. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll stop being superstitious. I Go picked on. Michigan to win the Big 10. I was wrong about that. Well, you were close. You were yeah, close. It's well, okay. Just, just, just ride the wave. Uh, just ride the wave. Just ride the wave. I didn't burnt, orange. burnt orange. You should have been wearing burnt orange. Yeah, sure. Sorry, he also picked be. Illinois to win the Big Ten. No. <laughs> oh, stop. Louis, Louisville upset Alabama yeah, in the I did opener. Have blue. I did. That was <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, dead we'll wrong about there. that one.
Yeah, but you know what, Joe? It's like it's like reality. If you're gonna lose, Puma pass. He was all over. You should train. If you're gonna lose, it's good to lose early. People forget. People forget. Yeah. People have short memories. Uh, I mean, here's Ooh, the, I mean, when you look at this Boise State just total, I mean, do you think? I mean, they played traditionally low. Uh, I'm thinking games. under. I'm thinking under. 24-17 was last game yeah. last year. I think. You know was- what? I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it in this context. Uh, the Mountain West game between Boise State and Fresno State. I don't think it'll be 10-3. It'll be similar to the uh, Washington. Utah Washington game we saw but last that's night. That's a good. You see, I'm, I'm a good analogy there. That's a, but that's oh, yeah. a football game I that I want to. I want to watch. Going to be and, raining and, tonight. Not especially cold. Favors Fresno or favors uh, we, we Thirty-seven. To, we get to watch a Mountain West, a big Mountain West game without having to stay up till Does two a.m. Does rain affect? Uh, I'm curious to know. Does rain affect? Especially with the field turf, a slick track. We saw it with UCF. Uh, not, and not as not as much, but uh, the rain does affect. Um, the spread, the ball handling, right? You you got to be careful in the rain. I mean, it's just that quarterback to running a back lot, exchanges. A lot going on. A lot going on. Center snap. A lot of the fancy handling of the football. There's a lot of quick quick tosses, quick yeah. throws that the quarterback got to make. That you get a wet ball, and it, it, it makes it it makes it a Playing bit challenging for, for the Colts and the Rams, two indoor teams. How difficult was that transition when you guys had to deal with weather? Being more of an indoor. We, we, we practice outside. Okay. You, you just, you, you prepare. You, you be, but like when I was young, my, my first couple of years when I went to Indy, and I mean the coldest weather I played in was maybe at, at Laramie um, or uh, Colorado below. State. No, I mean it wasn't. <laughs> no, during that time of the year, you know, football's yeah. over in November. Yeah. Um, it's a balmy 30. So, yeah, you've been 30, 40 now. But it was every other year, so you guys were hosting them on the Mesa. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so, it, so it wasn't as bad. Now, that's a great point, Marshall. College kids, <laughs> you ain't playing in January. No, yeah, no you're, you're not playing happened. in December. And if you were, you're playing in a bowl game in Florida. Totally different. So I go to Indianapolis. And, and we're that's the old AFC East. So <laughs> you're mean, going to Buffalo and stuff. You, yeah, <laughs> you, you get Buffalo, you get Pats. New York, yeah. you get the Patriots, and, and we're talking twenties. I mean, my first cold weather game, I came out in Buffalo. I was looking like the Michelin Man. I had. Some of the <laughs> I was like, "How do you guys?" Play so it this? was in your head before the game. Oh my like, God! Another layer. Are you Give kidding me? me? I'm, I'm from New Orleans. I went to San Diego State. Like, football <laughs> is played in the warm. Yeah, like this. Uh, that's who, funny. I don't want to play in this Michelin. And, and, his, and his backup, Lamont Warren, who played at Buffalo, is right. going, what are you talking about? We yeah. played at this in September. It's yeah. a balmy 22 <laughs> I degrees. I mean, these guys bold. going out in half shirts. <laughs> just their I'm, a, I'm looking at them like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, how do you how, how do you play in this weather like this? So in a room, though, do, do people judge? Because, you know, the linemen, uh, we're not wearing sleeves. So did anyone say, come on, Marshall? Well, you got a man. Eventually, up, right? yeah. eventually they got me there. They did. They yeah, did. you got a lot of layers on. Eventually, what, what happened was I had to start practicing in a wet shirt when we were going out in the cold. So you put a wet shirt on, you put your pads over it. So and you to practice get used that to way. it. So to get used to be uncomfortable, yes. really. Yes. Huh? Yeah, you, 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 got, you got to get your body used to. And then, and then a lot of cold tub. Yeah, the cold Before tub practice, you get in the cold tub. After practice, you get in the cold tub. See, people you, just you gotta always get your imagine. Body in that state. Yeah. We just imagine yeah. guys are like, they're not human, right? People don't really look at players as players. Yeah. They think that a guy, whatever, man, it sucks. Like when I walk in the rain, your, your socks get yeah. wet, your shoes, <laughs> it sucks, right? The, it's no different if you're ordering. a football player, you're like, damn, I'm cold under yeah. here. You know? Those first couple of hits. When it's cold, those first couple of hits. Oh, that helmet oh. and stuff. Oh, I Lord. Got, uh, I got a suggestion for Gabe then to get ready for the cold weather. When you do the podcast at night, wear cold, wear wet socks. I get used The anger and rage show, and I'm wearing wet socks. He's all fired up. He's all fired up. He hit a three. So we'll see. We'll yep. see. I'm wearing wet socks now. If uh, if Memphis doesn't uh, cover this matchup, right? So. And Virginia Tech trying to stand up. They're trying to get in this bowl game. Uh-oh. They up ten nothing. Oh, uh, that's not good. That's okay. not good. Marsh, it's early. I, I, yeah. I think Marshall will weather the storm. A rope dope, but. The big when, game. when when Marshall was saying, you know, that he was into Marshall, I thought he was talking in the first person there for a while. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about the big game. Stanford Cal. Stanford's won eight straight over the Bears. Yeah, that's a fun Bears game. Were, uh, a gutty win against Colorado last week. They won that matchup by twelve Battle points. Battle for no Cal. Yeah, Stanford did dominate UCLA. Higher scoring game, forty nine forty two. 
I'm going with the better defense here. I still think Stanford one-dimensional. Bryce Love stepped up, 93 rushing yards. They're only averaging still 108 rushing yards per game. Give me Garbers. Give me Patrick Laird. They break the string tonight in Berkeley. Think it's 27-23 over Stanford. I'd like to go in more details uh, on the back end of this. I agree with you on Cal. Justin Wilcox, awesome job defensively. A lot of no-name kids. I think they finally break through after losing eight straight against Stanford. When we come back, we'll be breaking down the big game. Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello, Gabe Morenci, and Marshall Falk kicking it around from Studio 34. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. back on college football today the waning moments of our december the first conference championship game but before we give our best bets for the day i want to talk a little bet dsi while conference championship games will be settling scores between old foes on the field today you can get in on the action by heading on over to bet dsi where you'll find a user-friendly web interface and mobile site with the fastest payouts in the industry Open a BetDSI account right now and use the promo code FNTSY18 and you'll get 100% bonus match for those that are mathematically challenged. Joe is not one of those people. That's double your money to start winning today. Not only can you capitalize on today's college football action, but at BetDSI you'll find wagering options for college basketball, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, tennis, boxing, soccer, cricket, and almost any sport you could think of. You could even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Get an edge and utilize live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game happenings and circumstances. Utilize your daily fantasy skills without the constraints of salary caps and wager on player props. There are so many ways to make money. BetDSI has been paying winners for 20 years. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. Use your sports knowledge and the information we're giving you right here on the show to make some money over at BetDSI. And don't forget to use the promo code FNTSY18 when signing up to get your 100% bonus match. But that's not all. Once you've opened up your account at BetDSI, go to DailyRoto.com, click on Contact Us, send us your BetDSI username, and we'll give one month of Daily Roto access totally free. That's access to all sports, tools, and optimizers. So head on over and open your account right now at BetDSI to win on so many levels. That's promo code FNTSY. You know, it's one thing to be more knowledgeable than your buddies, right? I mean, that's fun. But why not make money off of it? Exactly. That's the way I look at it. Head on over to BetDSI. Start taking all that knowledge that not only we're we giving give you, you, we give it to you, but you also have it. I mean, you have bragging rights, but bragging rights, let me tell you something. Bragging rights is not going to get a gift for your wife this Christmas. Well, bragging, bragging rights don't pay the bills. Well, bra- bragging, rights is, bragging rights is not going to get the uh, Wells Fargo off your back. You know? No. <laughs> you can't go to Jared's and buy, buy a diamond hammer. for somebody. Yeah, you know, Enough like, with the bragging rights. Yeah, go make well, some money. There'll be bragging rights in the big game later today between Stanford and Cal. I like Cal in this match. I do too. I'm catching... I think it's two and a half, three points. I think they win the game outright. Better team. And I'm just not sold on Stanford uh, this year under David Shaw. Joe, it just means more. We talk about this a lot of times. And we've seen some big streaks fall this year, right? Kentucky finally beat Florida. We've seen some big streaks that have gone by the way. We've also seen some uh, other teams like 
Just meant more to Michigan. Just meant more to Virginia last yeah, week. But it meant a lot to Ohio State. I mean, I just I can't. Stanford, I think, looks past Cal today. Gabe. Cal are I, a trendy pick. Everyone in the gaming world likes Cal. Cal, Cal, Cal. I look at it like it's three and show me. If I lose, I lose. Let yeah. Cal beat them a couple of years in a row. I'm not buying. I find that these teams are sort of underachieved. I remember going back to week one, guys, and we were looking about Marshall San Diego State slowed down uh, Bryce Love in the first game. Remember? And we were like, well, maybe it's just because they they did so much to, to, to shut him down. They had so many packages to sign and shut him down. But we've seen Stanford have had a hard time running the football a year after that, actually. But I find, look at the Washington Huskies, kind of a disappointing season. But we can end strong by beating Wazoo, our rival, and go to the Rose Bowl. I think Stanford can sort of save face. At least they can say, listen, we didn't have a great year, but... We ain't losing a cow. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not, it's not that bad of here. We're not losing a cow. You know, David Shaw, to me, is one of the best co- coaches in the country. He'll have his team ready to win this football game. And that's, sure. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Stanford will not lose to Cal. It's this battle for North, North Cal. I mean, um, I don't mean to call them, but it's this yeah. battle of the IQs. Yeah. My nerds are better than your nerds. It's like, that's, that's what they're trying to say. And that belongs I'm, I'm, on a t shirt, just... by the way. Hey, that's who's sending more nerds to the NFL every year? Stanford. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and uh, this, is, this is one of those games that comes down to coaching. Coach Shaw will have his guys ready to play. And it, this, this is going to be one of those games for Bryce Love. Uh, you, you saw him start to take over the game. They, they, they are going to slow this game down. They're going to run the football. They're going. To, they're, they're going to muddy it up and see if see if when when uh, Patrick Larry get the football that he can make the plays. That I'm like you, Lisa, guys. I'm all fired up now. I don't want to bet Stanford. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm like going to the book. I'm I'm I like Stanford in this game. And Lisa, it's a, yeah, I, 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 I love Cal. I think, now, now, yeah, it's yeah, me so and Marshall so against you two. Yeah, let's yeah, get it. Right, let's yeah. let's get it. Well, quickly before we get into the discussion, I want to reel off our best bets for the day. We got about 14 minutes left. I like Georgia plus the points. I think they lose a close scoring game against uh, Alabama. I'm already on Marshall. I'm on the ECU. I like UAB. I think they have the better defense over uh, Middle Tennessee State heading into this matchup. Texas is underway. Give me the points with Northwestern. I just think somehow, someway, Patty Fitz finds a way to keep this game close. I'm laying the big wood with Clemson. I just, again, I think it's a one-dimensional offense for Pittsburgh, I'll take the Tigers as they roll to a championship. Uh, how great is it that Patty Fitz has a linebacker named Patty Fisher? That's true. <laughs> Damn good linebacker. Yeah, and he reminds too. me a little of uh, of the way Fitz yeah, back played. in the day, yeah, even the more day. athletic than yeah. Fitzgerald, who was not that athletic. My my best bets. Uh, my I have my two twelve o'clocks that have started. Texas looks good so far. NC State looks good as well. I think NC State's up what ten nothing. Uh, yeah. seventeen. 17 nothing. They'll coast. The, the, that'll be hopefully two victories for me to start the day. And the rest of the day, I'll celebrate those early victories by rooting on Ohio State to roll over Northwestern. Too many athletes uh, against uh, Pat Fitzgerald and Patty Fisher. Uh, I like Boise State. I, I just think it, it's a, it, I'll probably sweat it out because this is going to be a close game, low scoring. But at home, they've owned Fresno State. I mentioned it. Fresno's last 10 trips to Boise, 0-10. I think it's 0-11. Clemson is going to annihilate yes. Pittsburgh. It's, it's not even going to yes. be competitive. I, I think this is like a 48-3 to three type game. It'll yeah. be over early. And then my best bet of the day, it's really not, but I just want to piss oh. off Gabe. I love the Cal Golden Bears. Yeah. I love oh. that. Oh. Let, me, let me just tell you guys why, okay? This is the reason why. Stanford traditionally, David Shaw I love. Love him personally, love him, love him professionally. Not having a great past couple of seasons. Stanford's brand used to be strong defense in a running game. Yeah. 87th nationally uh, uh, defensively and 122nd running the ball. This is not the same Stanford team. Cal sees its first opportunity in almost a decade to win over Stanford. I like Cal. I think that watch that Cal defense. They shut down the better athletes of USC. They shut down the better athletes of Washington. I think they shut down the better athletes of Stanford. And he made second half adjustments in that game against USC. That's why I like Wilcox. I think he's. I like I think Wilcox. He's, I think he's. He's an up and comer. I've talked myself into Stanford. It's a light day today. We're looking for some action. We're going to be watching these games all day. We, we're on Texas plus the points right now. They're hanging around. They're up seven three late in the first quarter of play. The total at seventy eight is dropping right now. The in games in the 75 and a half range. 
We're buying in with UCF. Guys, I just don't want to overthink things. I got a team that's won 24 football games in a row, laying three points on their home field. I think they'll be motivated by the quarterback, like Marshall stated. I think Mack will be just a fine, and I like the fact that Hypo is a quarterback. He'll have them ready. Um, and I think they lose in a bowl game. That's that's when this, this little story will come to an end. Give me UCF. We didn't talk a lot about Alabama here enough today, I don't think, but... Once again, guys, they're doing something that hasn't been done since 1888. Not 1988, 1888. And Yale, they're going to win this game. I don't know if they win by 20. I think they're going to want to win by 20 to keep this streak going. I think they can win by 17 or so. I can see Georgia hanging around, but ultimately, as the game progresses, Alabama is going to pull away. Northwestern Ohio State, I think there's going to be points put up on the board in this game. Give me the over 61 and a half. I added Stanford uh, to the rotation here as well. Going to play the Stanford Cardinal. <laughs> Rich, he's well, against you. I know, battle it out on Twitter that's later a direct today. Yeah, it's a, against it, it, Rich. It's, it's us two, because I, yeah. I, like, I, I like Stanford here. I'll jump up Boise later tonight, too. I, 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 we're, we're, Let's we're, get it. There's some synergy here. I I, I, I like Stanford. I, I understand what you're saying with Cal. And yes, Stanford. They will get back to Smash Mouth football in this game. They're going to see. They're going to find. They're going to see with Cal how physical of a game do you want to play? This is this is like this is like Bryce Love Swan song. Like, this is you got to send the guy out. And I look for a big game for him in this game. I like Stanford in this game. Um, and, and I and I think it's going to be a lower scoring game because they're going to try to slow down the tempo oh, yeah. and control the clock. Um, I'm going with Boise. Uh, it's it's just a tough place to play. I mean, it, I I couldn't even imagine playing on blue turf. It just it's it it just it's just different. And then and uh, and I even like the under in that game because uh, just weather Boise might be one of those type of games. Um, I like Northwestern. I, I, yeah, I think I'm with you. I think they're going to cover. I, I just I feel like they're going to do exactly like I said. Slow the game down. Play zone. Find out if the young quarterback can you throw the ball into windows. Can you make the anticipatory throws? Can you do that? Clemson rolls, and I mean they roll. They're, they are going to. Role they they are on a mission, um, just to, just in case. And, and and I wonder this. Let's let's say the Alabama Georgia game is close. Do Clemson leapfrog Alabama? I'd say no. I'm just saying. Let's I say I let's say, say it's I close. Would say, I would say no because you you have more of a one four type of uh, scenario. Yeah, where there the the parity within the uh, ACC has been. Clemson and everyone else. Mm. I mean, there's been not one team that you could say outside of Clemson that could even possibly challenge uh, from a physicality perspective. Yeah. NC State, they dominated. Florida State, they dominated. Who's left? But, I mean, but I'm just know, saying, technically you, you, got a, you got two. a one-loss Georgia team. Yep. If this game is close, let's, let's, let's say, right. you know, Kirby does his thing and, and they play a close game, or, right. or better yet, it, it's, it's Georgia dominating – and Alabama comes from behind. Yeah, yeah. What happens then? I still get, I still you know who? You know Alabama who's? You know who's got a case one. of the shakes when Marshall says that? Why? Brian Kelly. Yeah. He yeah but not, who's the tougher Brian, opponent? Brian Notre Kelly Dame or does Oklahoma? Not see Alabama at number two because <laughs> like if you, let's say you're Clemson, yeah. guys. If you let's say you're Clemson, it's hypothetical. You're Clemson. You go up to number one. Suddenly you let's say hypothetically you're playing Oklahoma. Would you rather play Oklahoma or Notre Dame? I, personally, I think, yeah. I mean, like who's a more dangerous team? I don't think Clemson. Uh, I gotta Oklahoma's be probably more I dangerous. I think Clemson, though. Because of the Murray factor. Here's the thing about Clemson. <laughs> Clemson, to me, when I look at Clemson, uh, how they're built similarly to Alabama, this is a great road team. I mean, that, and dominates yeah. on. If there's one team that does not fear anyone, I think it's Clemson. I mean, they went toe to toe with Alabama. For the most part, two games. They won one national championship. Last year, they had some quarterback issues. But defensively, that defense held Alabama's offense in check. It was Alabama's defense that made turnovers against Kelly Bryant that, tur- that really turned the tide. So There are the two teams. Clemson, Clemson and Alabama are the only two teams that I've watched. When you spread them out, they're capable of stopping your run game with five or six guys in the box because like of they, their front seven. Because of the, yeah, they will. If they have five guys, if you spread them out, the 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 front, the four down linemen and one linebacker, or if you move a guy in, four down linemen and two linebackers, they can stop your run game. They will. Not, they don't have to compromise anything on the back end. And be, and when you can do that, 
When you can control, when you can control the line of scrimmage with five or six guys or seven guys, and you never have to get a guy in, now you can play coverage. Right. You, you take away the element of 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 big plays. You make teams slowly work the ball down the field. And once the ball start going sideways against these two defenses, Alabama and Clemson, you're done. It's, yeah. it's over. You're done. Too much hitches, speed. You're hitches done. and yeah. slants. You cannot run you're done. hitches and slants against that. And defense. that's what they want you to run. Exactly. That's what Clemson did in the in the playoff game. Because when you run sideline to sideline against a front seven, that's that's their strength. You have to neutralize their strength. You have to attack vertically. You might not complete passes, but you have to loosen them up. To get those linebackers off, but the reason why they're so dominant, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, Marshall, is that they have defensive tackles that clog yeah. running lanes. Yeah, they, and, and when they force double teams, that's why teams can't. You, you run have on them. to. You, they're both of their defensive lines. It's impossible to run a man-to-man scheme. And if you try to if you try to zone block it, they're going to crease you, and they're in your backfield before b- before the quarterback hands the ball to the running back <laughs> in 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 a, in a zone read, which is which is you, you can't have penetration, and that's all they do is penetrate. It's it's unbelievable. Quick scores: uh, Virginia Tech up seventeen six. Uh, Drake, Drake, Drake. Oh man, Drake's cakes plus the forty one. Drake's cakes. Drake. They're up. They're up. They're tied fourteen apiece. Hang around. And the one thing I've watched just on the computer here, I haven't watched actually the game, just watching drives. Texas is forcing Kyler Murray and that offense to work down the field, and if they could do that, they're going to be what a team. feather in the oh, cap yeah. for I mean, Todd Orlando. Yeah, he, I mean, if if he's the coach. Who slows down Kyler Murray? Who has looked For real, unstoppable? If, 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 you know. if Oklahoma kick another field goal here, and listen, it's like third and six on Texas ten. If it's, if Texas pulls this off, then we start looking at that Ohio State Northwestern game so much differently because now Texas has the personnel too outside. No, no, but what I'm saying is like because if if you guys are right and Northwestern hangs with Ohio State and actually pulls the upset. Which I could see a Pat Fitzgerald team doing. Then who who makes that fourth spot in the playoffs? That's my question. That's the the million dollar question. The, the computer that, will tell us. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that, and that you're gonna hear. I mean, it all depends upon because honestly, to me, if you're asking me, I put UCF. In. Uh, Eventually, I think, yeah. I think at that if, point, at that if point, Armageddon happens, you yes. need to put those guys in. Is that even Armageddon? That's that's two things happening. Yeah, that's two. Really, three. You need Alabama, but we expect Alabama to beat Georgia. Because Georgia has to have that second loss. You really need two things to happen. You need Oklahoma and Ohio State to lose, and then UCF is going to be able to make its case and if, what that's worth. And if let, let's just say it happens and UCF doesn't get in, um, a, a, a team from a big power five school, they're not getting in ever. Right. If, if, they, if they can't get in, right. if, if those two things happen and they can't get in, it's never happening. Yeah, I think so it sends so the, a bad So it says it says yeah. – the system is beyond flawed. Right, 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 right. And look, we're already here almost. Is you have a team that's on the verge of not losing for two straight years. Yeah. Yes, without having a crack. I mean, so it. what's the point? Oh, we won 40 in a row. Now notice us, right? right? At right, what right. point? They and didn't play anybody, though. It's no, true. I mean, I know, I know. It's hard to make no, the they, case. They, they played somebody's. Yeah. They just, those somebody's were on their schedule. Yeah. The, the question no, is true. Here, here's the question. And those schedules are made is, years in advance, is, so it's not like exactly. they're ducking people. So, so what's coming up is what's coming up is who wants to play UCF now? Nobody. Like if if if, if you're in the SEC, are you taking that game? No, SEC would never. I'm just never, saying. Never are you in the ACC? Game. Are you taking that no. game? No. Because you don't want to legitimize right. what they are doing. It's a no win situation. They beat, it, it, no win. It, if yeah. they if they beat you, then oh my god. Yeah. It's and, and I go you back know. to this. I go back to this. It's it's why it's why Miami stopped playing BYU. Yeah. Miami took they undefeated. Oh, we we just won the national. They went out to BYU and got smashed. It was never playing them again. Going up to Provo again. Yeah. I'm just saying we play USC. We tied them. We don't want to play San Diego no State situation again. Situation was Auburn against UCF yeah. last year. Look what happened. For Rich Sermonello, Gabe Marenzi, and Marshall Falk, I'm Joe Lisi. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you next Saturday. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only...